everybody. Welcome to the Vanquish Your Business Demons podcast with Julia Stock and Andrea Sexton. Hello. Hello. Well, um, good to be back again on yeah. our podca- podcasting. And yeah. um, once more, I went, oh, good morning. Oh, good morning. Yeah, I just noticed that, but it's fine. It could be other times of the day where you're listening Absolutely. to Absolutely. But yes, the joys <laughs> of recording Monday morning, eight o'clock. Um, this week, we got inspired by a LinkedIn post we both saw from a mutual acquaintance, didn't we? We did. Yeah, we did. Um, And this was a lady hitting motherhood guilt around having her kids come to work over half term. Um, And we thought that was a really good conversation um, because there's various other people that you meet as business owners who are kind of holding themselves back and beating themselves up about somehow they're not delivering this cookie-cutter perfect version of motherhood to their children, and that somehow makes them an awful person. Yeah. And we thought that we should talk about that since you're an active mother and I'm now a very part-time mother. <laughs> yeah, your your mother your motherhood skills are going into new directions though, aren't they? You know, you've got but twenty. How old is Jonathan? Is he 20? twenty? Twenty. Yeah. So it's... mine are. I have to get this right. This is the first test when you have to remember your children's ages. <laughs> mine are fifteen, eleven, and eight. Yes. There you go. Yes. You shouldn't have had so many. It's so much easier when you've only got the one to track down. I know. I've got hormonal. What can I say? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I suppose in terms of my motherhood story, um, yeah. I first took my child to work when he was 10 days old. We've got a similar story. Go on. Yeah. Like um, it. So, uh, and, and I worked for, at that point, yeah, it was, you know, it was probably had about 20, 30 staff. Yeah. So it was chunky, but not huge in terms of the company. Mm. And I was reasonably senior, but certainly not in charge. Um, but there was this project that I'd been working on in terms of getting approval with a new awarding body for delivering qualifications. I'd done all the work for it. And... 10 days after he was born um, was the big presentation to the awarding body. And so fortunately, my husband, Bill, was on paternity leave. So, yeah, we we all rocked up to work. Brilliant. Um, I was dreadful at being on maternity leave. I hated being a new mother. Um, So basically, um, I took him to work one day a week through my maternity leave um Mm. for sanity yeah yeah i understand that actually yeah yes so that whole thing of yeah not having my child come to work um but then i first started working for my parents when i was 10 and they had a toy shop um so again in terms of how i had been brought up i had a mother that worked um you know once we hit the teenage years i think it helped that i had an older sister but you know you caught the train to school because that was the Mm. only way to get from a to b yeah so that whole thing of coming home sorting yourself out 
yeah that was normal having to fit in with them because they had this life um that was normal yeah, yeah. so never really occurred to me to feel guilty about my child coming to work because that's what I know um and you know I used to work in Kingston upon Thames so you could go to the John Lewis Caff, which is an adventure yeah. when you're eight it is yeah take I mean, them to the not... toy department next door fantastic let's look at a little bit of Playmobil touch yeah. of Lego bring some toys in sit in the corner do some photocopying be useful uh, yeah yeah and that's to a good. child all of that's an adventure i think that's what we forget yeah it is um is it this is. it's you can make it into an adventure you can make it so that they can be useful you're giving them and putting into them useful skills in terms of mm -hmm. talking to strange grown-ups in a safe yeah. environment doing work even yeah. if it's just you know taking the teacups to the sink um yeah why do we want our children to be cloistered from the realities of how their parents earn a living yeah i think um we had quite a similar upbringing and fact that my both my parents worked um and yeah i I remember adding up, you know, helping my mum add up all the numbers and sort, you know, and adding up the VAT and yeah. doing all that kind of thing. Um, and yeah, I, I remember, I remember the um, her having like a tax audit and the tax man come in to the house and she had all the stuff out in the kitchen, you know. And I remember stuff like that. And um, did it scar yeah, you? It, yeah, I think you know. To be honest, we've. It's really funny because my mum tells a story that when I was, oh, about 12 or so, I said to her that I didn't want to work as hard as she had because <laughs> I don't, I wasn't seeing her very much at that time, that she yeah. was really full, full on with stuff. And then she just laughs at it because she, my mum was a producer um, for corporate training films, okay. um, had some really big, big clients and um yeah, we've ended up in quite a similar line of like the type of skills mm -hmm. we've got and what we do is really similar um and she said to me you work much harder than I ever did <laughs> so yeah you know I um that when I had Jake my eldest so we're you know 15 years ago so 16 years ago when I was pregnant I had a I had a bit of a different job I was teaching horse riding and training horses Yep. Um, plus I had a sales and marketing role that kind of kept the money coming, coming yep. in. So when I had Jake, I ditched doing the horses and the teaching, but I was very lucky. I worked for, um, a German company and the, the MD there is still a client of mine at a different company in four years later on. And she's like, you know, I, I we needed the money. I had to keep working. There was no yeah. no other option um, at that time. And um, she's like, as long as the job gets done, I actually don't mind how you do it. I had complete autonomy. I was very lucky, and it was a part time role, very part time role. But you know, Jake um, Jake came with me. We were we went to 
trade shows. I ran sales meetings. He came to work to Olympia, London when he was nine months old with me. Actually working at Olympia with a baby is really difficult. It's like, yeah. and, you know. And 15 years life. ago, it wasn't really motherhood friendly. No, it wasn't. Um, and yeah, I, I the sales guys did use, I, I know since like <laughs> what they all said to each other. When it's got, you know, this young woman turns up with a nine month old baby and tells them all they they haven't hit their KPI. <laughs> yeah, that did not yeah, go well. It didn't go down too well. <laughs> yeah, one of them still speaks to me. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it didn't go down too well. But then. Um, yeah, it was, yeah, it was a bit of a journey and he, he, yeah, we've got a really special relationship as well, um, me and my eldest, because we had that time together, I think, like we had so much time together when he was younger and then when the others came along, it was like harder to, it was harder to juggle and I used nursery and as much, I used a lot of childcare um, and, and <laughs> yeah, and it was fine. But I mean, I got in debt because of the amount of it cost, but I've come out with a career still. And it's that point of, I understand that there's a pressure. There is a point where you have to do, you have to make that choice. I had made a choice to financially struggle in order to have, to be able to build my business. Yep. Um, but I can also appreciate, uh, mainly because I, I don't know how, I don't know how, um, parents who parent full-time how they do it it would drive me nuts I couldn't I, do it I couldn't do it and completely hats off to anyone who does that because it is so tough I just yeah so during the toddler stages so I went back to work after three and a half months three days a week um found him an amazing nursery um absolutely amazing um and yeah, I had to change my day. So it was originally Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And after a few months, I went to Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, because I couldn't cope with looking after the child two days in a row. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, but on the other hand, we used to have amazing adventures because at that point we lived in Wimbledon. And, you know, my son is a transport obsessive, as you know, um, yeah. which started at the formative age of 18 months when we moved to a house that backed onto the district line. Um, so we had tubes going past his window every day. That, yeah, that's yeah. joyous. Yeah, it is joyous when, you, when you're a transport <laughs> obsessive. But we used to be able to, you know, just mosey up on the tube into London and just, you know, let's do a tube and a train and a bus today. Yeah. And go somewhere nice for lunch and maybe yeah. sneak in a little bit of shopping um yeah yeah anyway that's not really helpful in terms of the business owner yeah um should women be limiting their ambitions as business owners and limiting the growth of their business in order to be good mothers or be this perception of good mothers it's the it's the perception there's two perceptions there's a perception of what society says a good mother is which okay, is just one. wacky at the moment yeah it is just have to go on instagram to discover what that like you know perceived pressure is and the other one is like is there's a misconception that you need to work 
full time, you know, traditional full time hours no, you on your business in order to grow your business, which is not true. So there's and so there's two there's two misconceptions because to me, being a good parent is to be present at the moment. So I tell my you know with my kids, where I tell them I'm going to be working and I'm going to be with them and not working and be fully with them. Um, but they also know that there are times when I am working and I think you came up with the traffic light system for my door. Yeah. When there was a red. <laughs> yes. Yeah. When I had, but I do have a couple of clients where I just can't have a child walk in on a, a zoom call. It's just, it no, doesn't fit in with that company's culture and that's absolutely fine. So we've got like a red sib- signal, which is like a less like, it really is a 999 call. You can't come into the room. Um, and yeah, so it, it's having that. But and how's that working? Business, yeah, it actually really works really well because things like um, B&I, last week we both do our online B&I yeah. meeting and the children know that's fine. They can come in, they can sit on my lap, they can join yeah. in. You know, no one minds if they join into that. That's like that level. And then that's kind of like, the, that's all, that's almost like the green level of, yeah, it's fine. And we've got an amber, which is like, I really would rather you didn't come in right now. But if you have to, it's not a complete disaster. Um, and then the other, you know, the regular. Red. Unless there is literally red stuff coming out of you at speed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, you know, my eldest is 15 now and pretty sensible. So he's he's like, you know, he can he can monitor these, these situations. And I so suppose, I yeah, it comes yeah. down to... What is the point of motherhood? And the point of motherhood is to create this creature at 18 years old who is independent, who is able to go, you know, for a lot of us to university and Mm. thrive. Yes. That they have the independent souls, aren't they? That's the whole point. we should be creating this independence, this resilience. We should be gently pushing them out of the nest from day one. Yeah. Um, they're going to be pushing. Going off out the nest from day one, quite frankly. <laughs> that's another story. <laughs> but it is that thing around that's our point is to be, mm. you know, giving them the skills and the knowledge to be able to cope in the wild on their own and not just cope but to have an amazing fulfilling great life yeah and having them see you as a mother working and understanding what work involves and the realities of earning money and all that stuff Mm. is incredibly important on that journey that's not the same as saying that you should be ignoring them yeah um so i worked part-time until my son was five my husband worked full-time um and i had an opinion about both of us not working full-time so Mm. i got promoted um to being managing director of this multi-million pound company at the age of 35 with a five-year-old and i looked him in the eye and went it's your time to go part-time i've done the first five years now you can do the next five years 15 years later, he's not made it back to full-time work. Um, (laughs) So that part of the plan didn't really work. But actually, again, we have this misconception that as mothers, we're the ones that should be doing all the caring. Yeah. My son and my husband are two peas in a pod. Yeah. 
they they are great together aren't they they are absolutely yeah. fantastic yeah. and the fact yeah. that he's they got to spend so much time together <laughs> they are transport obsessives they love talking about history they're very gentle souls together um so my son had a much better childhood for having a part-time father who worked mm. from home and yeah. they could do all of that stuff um than he ever would have done with me continuing to do that there you go um, yeah so it's also yeah. around who is the right parent to be taking yeah. the lead um yeah there's a, a right parent at the right time as well isn't there like like you you guys had a swap over yeah i mean yeah. um you i i don't live with my kid's father but he works from home and runs his own business too mm -hmm. um and he yeah he he runs an amazing business and the kids get to see that and they get to see a very different type of work and type of business going on um and i think yeah i think that's it's really valuable that they see because i can just i just know from my eldest is doing business um gcse yeah and the things he understands just he, he understands it's like um you know the other day he said oh um can we get something like that and i said oh yeah but not until the payroll's done because i need to pay myself and he understands that that I pay myself from the business and the business. Yep. And he yep. was explaining it, trying to explain it to my eight-year-old. <laughs> that money <laughs> just doesn't take all the money that comes in. That's not how it all, it's not my money. Kind yes. Of. <laughs> but yeah, he completely got that. And I thought that's actually a really, really clever yep. concept to be able to explain to your to your sibling. You know? so, um, but going back to the business growth, I think, you know, I... Um, there's ways to there's ways to manage so yes i'm able to because it's my business i'm in charge of the hours i can work you know work well, your working I'm hours are really weird because of fitting around the kids yeah the working hours are weird but they work for me so and that's yeah, all I that's will. important and that's what's important and you know, they, everybody has got, what is it, 168 hours in a week, right? Everyone's got the same amount of hours. Yep. Um, and you can divide them up in any any way that suits that you need to divide them up to suit you most of the time. And a lot of businesses, they still need to run. We need, you know, my business, we need people, we need to be around nine to five because that's when most people are awake and in this country yes. and doing work but we can you know there's there's three of us who are parents in my business and uh and one person who's a part-time carer and between us all we divvy up the the hours you know um and yeah, so we can, we can do that and i think what people forget is there's always more than one way to run a business yeah. um a couple of weeks ago we were talking about the fact that you know I had workers doing hybrid working 15 years before COVID was even That's thought right. about. Um, yeah. We used to have working hours from 9.30 till 5.30 because of the school run. <clears throat> um, and that was really important for my mother when she set the business up. Um, not that she did the school run. <laughs> Let's be clear by that point, we were on the train. Um, yeah. <laughs> 
but um yeah it was still something but it made an enormous difference to the women who did do the school run so we were able to access fantastic staff um that other businesses couldn't attract just because we ran half an hour later yeah flexibility in terms of staffing is a state of mind you are as flexible or as an inflexible as you choose to be yeah that's it if you want to be super flexible your business will benefit from being super flexible you will benefit from being super flexible that is not the same as saying that it is a free-for-all yeah exactly and nobody needs to do anything you're just saying there are some jobs where you don't have mm-hmm. to stress about what hours people are working. You count yeah. what they produce instead. Exactly. And that adds into the company growth, right? That's the, that's Absolutely. how, yeah. As yeah. a business owner, yes, we should be putting in a full business week. But yeah. if we only want to run our business part time, run your business part time. Yeah. You're still putting in a full working week for you um and but you don't need to necessarily be doing more than that it's looking at working smarter not necessarily working Mm. longer um if that means that you hit a time where you have to recruit a member of staff or outsource slightly sooner than you feel comfortable that's Mm. a different issue yeah that's nothing to do with motherhood you're just letting motherhood be your excuse for not doing something that you feel queasy about. Yeah, I mean, I think learning to delegate to other people Mm -hmm. um, has been the biggest skill for me. Um, And yes, I took on someone before I was ready to. Um, You know, a lot of us who've grown our businesses, like, have have had you know have done that and it is a little bit scary but it's work so there's lots of people who you know recruitment is a skill Mm. and unless you're trained in it why would you be amazing at it well yeah exactly managing somebody is a skill if you've got no qualifications in it again never Mm. had any training or experience at it why would you be good yeah yeah you wouldn't expect to be good at anything else um but that's nothing to do with motherhood yeah exactly (laughs) but it is important that we unpick our what we consider to be a good mother from all the Mm. other head nonsense that we're pounding ourselves with in order to really understand what is going on um and yeah it comes back to what do you consider being a good mother yes you need to be present for your child um it's interesting i have very different conversations with our son than my son than my husband does i've always been the kind of educationalist i was the one that sat next to him for years making him do his maths homework screaming Mm. at him going it's not that hard apparently it is okay um he was always more than happy for me to do the hours at the kitchen table. Um, But I was then the one that did the career stuff. You know, um, we had a conversation at the weekend around what he wants to do with his university course. And that's the conversations we have. He talks to his dad about different stuff. 
yeah. there's nothing wrong with you know why would you want to have the same relationship with your child that your partner does yeah because yeah. you're interested in different stuff you connect in different places yeah. and actually it's better yeah. for them if they can have a broader range of conversations with their parents yeah because we're back to you know we've got these independent souls and what we're doing is kind of like i feel like sometimes especially with my daughter who's was born ready to go off on her own i think let's <laughs> have a little word with her um it's like i feel like i was kind of like gently kind of like trying to keep yeah just nudge her in in little directions and be ready be i'm always just slightly behind her as she steps out into the world just ready ready for the moments where she suddenly needs me for something um so she knows i'm there but she also knows that she can go and like try you know test stuff out but, um yeah it's um it is and it's great they've got it, they've got this um very different relationship with with me as they've got with their dad and that's the point yeah it's and um you do have to parent yeah. the child you actually do have rather yes. than the child you wanted <laughs> the imaginary child yeah. <laughs> well, you know, our son is diagnosed with learning difficulties at the age of five and mm. um, then talking to his then head teacher, you know, around this great local school and, and she just looked at me in the eye and went, no, that one's not for your child. Uh, mm. Okay, so even though I can see the spark of genius and know he's got a brain, um, mm. yeah, she very firmly put me in my box and was like, right i need to have different aspirations and it took several years for mm. me to be comfortable yeah with the child i actually did have um and what mm. that looked like and actually now you, you can see it he's he's older and you you can see where that journey is where he is it's absolutely the coolest thing ever so yeah. i'm really glad that we didn't get him into the really stuffy school it'd be miserable um yeah yeah you know, where he ended Things up work out. yeah you know why does your child need to be at this top flight school that's about your nonsense not about your child um yeah and and how that fits into business i have no idea <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just a nice story isn't it <laughs> but yeah it's um i think yeah, there's things that um there's things that motherhood have given me that make me better at business as like. well like you know they've made me very at first i was able to i wasn't very good at saying no and then children allowed me to have an excuse for a while to be able to learn to say no and now i don't use my children as the excuse but i learned to say no to things that weren't right so yeah. it's little things like that you know like having children also like it, you, you know after the initial complete exhaustion and shock and all the rest of it of bringing a person a human into the world um you know it's pretty bloody amazing isn't it so yeah. i mean i um yeah it did give me a little bit more of yeah a bit more of in you know internal sort of steely strength i think is probably something that helps to give me yeah. yeah i mean motherhood guilt is just dreadful but the same situation can easily be reframed if we focus on the positives. Yeah. Um, and that thing of, you know, do your kids really want to be with you 24-7? No, they don't, because you're boring. Yeah. 
if you can reframe we're going into the office and my son never whined about going into the office he was always quite like being a photocopier yeah he was always happy and you know you would take the dogs into the office and once you got to a certain age you'll go and take the dogs for a walk down the river you know he Mm. you'll learn you know it's important that your kids learn boredom yeah that's that's actually a really good point and that they learn to you know interact with other people and that they learn that they're not the most important thing in your universe that you have other priorities that you're juggling why is that a bad thing it isn't in my mind and also limiting your business growth to fit in with this golden ideal of motherhood that doesn't exist it's mm. probably one of the daftest reasons I can think of for limiting your business growth. Yeah. Just because um, organise your business growth so you can still be a great mother that you already are. Yeah, it's about organising it. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Organise it, make it happen, change all the other variables so that mm. you can still be an amazing mother because you already are. Yeah. yeah. And Absolutely. business growth does not have to get in the way of that. It doesn't. We seem to have run out of time. We have. That was an adventure. Um, It was. (laughs) See you next week, darling. See you next week.